The Athen Real Talk podcast explores controversial ideas to stimulate debate and active thinking. These ideas do not always reflect Athen's personal views. Welcome to the Athen Real Talk podcast. He has been called the best gamer in the world, hands down. World famous gamer and philanthropist Athen. Gaming for good, it's called, has raised more than $20 million. Using his notoriety to raise money for charity. On activism, science, culture, and self-development. I'm proud to have him in the studio today. I would not want to take you on in a video game. The problem is that people, even though it's all out there and it's clear as day, don't find the will or the energy to change. So it's something I already talked about yesterday and I've been thinking about it quite a bit today as well on how to bridge it over because what I realize and that's what I realized yesterday as well and even today is that at the end of the day the extent to which you experience choice this perceived choice is at the foundation of your disconnect with reality because on a fundamental level you think like yeah it's fine to just be what I am because you don't find it necessary to align yourself with reality because you have the luxury to do so. You have the luxury to do so because the reality check is postponed. So if you, for example, would be smoking, you are fine with the consequences because you're not being confronted with them. Quite simple. You're fine living in an irresponsible life because you don't get presented the bill immediately. Same with like borrowing money. You're fine borrowing money to buy shit you don't need because you're not presented the bill immediately. You can just push it away, basically. So I've been thinking very much actively on how to overcome that because you guys have been watching the stream for so long. You guys have a lot of understanding and insight in all the inner workings. And yet, when you look at it, it's not doing anything. So now you can wonder like, okay, let's say it's all not working and it's all not helping. What can we do about it? That's for a big part, part of the problem. And let me tell you why. Because we all follow the path of least resistance. And what I mean with that is if you drop this phone, it will fall straight down. It's because it's the path that requires the least energy. Same with your brain. The way your brain works is like all these neural activity just goes to the path of least resistance. If you can compare your awareness, your experience with a mountain where the source of water is at the top, as the water goes down and brings about what you are, it follows the path of least resistance within the grooves of the mountain. The grooves of the mountain is your brain and your configuration and the extent to which you are what you are is merely this neural activity going through the most easy ways to find its ways. And as a result, the pathways that are more developed are going to be more easily activated and more easily represented in who you are. The parts that are less developed will be less likely to be parts of what you are. What you can do is the following. You can start working on the grooves of your mountain and start chopping some parts and on other parts you try blocking them by using discipline and motivation and on one end really try through resistance push certain pathways more away while others and really tinker on yourself by aligning this mountain with reality and make it really easily flow down and doing so real talk has really helped you guys tremendously in really making changes into your mountain where the water flows much more at ease and you feel more at ease. You feel less resistance, you feel less duality, less conflict. But the thing is though, the reason why this has never really done the job fully is because the problem is not the grooves on the mountain. It is 
the source where your water in the mountain comes out of the mountain. And the reason why it even comes out there is because you feel like you have the choice for it to be there. It's fine for good experience to be the source of all your behavior and then all the grooves in your mountain behave like that and get engraved like that so you just really become very comfortable and that's just what you are all the time so like obviously you just follow the path of least resistance on the other hand if i then say like oh you can meditate or you can do this and that it's easy to chop these things and put yourself like if i really put my effort and say like yeah guys you can do this and then it will work I can imagine that a lot of people would actually do so. And that's why also with the four steps, quite a lot of people manage to adopt logic, not on a fundamental level, but on a quite deep level. A lot of people manage to do it because they trusted me. They tried it out and it really changed their life, although they felt back. The reason why they felt back is because at the end of the day, you can change your grooves as much as you want. It's about the source where the water comes out. And if you put the source, to put it that way, where the water ends up in the ocean instead. You will always endlessly be in the flow and never really feel any dissonance and any duality about yourself. It's just a metaphor though, but I'm just saying like, you don't have to have the water go through all the way to the ocean if you can change the source to be within the ocean. And then you just do what you do at any moment. You're constantly in the now. You're completely sharp and clear. And I know it's just a metaphor, but I'm just trying to explain it like that because it helps you to understand how you have to put a lot of energy and effort in chopping off on your mountain, right? So the water flows better. But if you fix the source of the water, you can instantly fix all your bullshit. Although that's something I've already been saying from the get-go. And I see that it doesn't really work because... On a fundamental level, the reason why the water is coming out at the top of the mountain is because you give yourself the ability to do so. The moment you really say there is no choice, you really stop the water coming from that point, and then it will automatically, with the right direction, start coming from the ocean, to put it that way. It's your choice of being able to say like, oh, it is fine for me to follow experience, it is fine for me to indulge in this inaction that kills people that allows you to keep it because your brain finds its ways to have to go to minimal change. The path of least resistance is still at hand. You literally have to block it completely and you can do that by taking away your choice. You don't get to choose whether to agree or disagree with reality. You don't get to choose to not take your responsibility. You don't get to choose to just live a life that is self-destructive and destructive for your environment. You don't get to choose that. And the moment you take away choice out of the equation, it's an insta-fix. Although, that's what I've been preaching for the past years. And it never worked. So obviously, when I talk about these things and I give you guys the shortcut, just take away your choice because you don't get to choose reality. You just got to accept that shit. I have to be more creative in finding other ways to make you guys more compatible with this leap. So what I've been thinking, what we're going to start doing is... We're going to be working on a 30-day course that people can do with daily direction meditation that still fits within your framework and slowly but surely makes you more neuroplastic in order to be able to make this leap. We'll put a lot of effort in it and a lot of time because just doing something mindless that you just follow is much easier than just going deep inside yourself and just realize you don't 
get to lie to yourself. Like it doesn't work. It always gets back to you. So rather than the shortcut version will help people make the switch or the click. Siran, whatever you want to do, don't think about impact. Do what you love. But Siran, I don't want to be a douchebag, right? Because you also said earlier like that I was wrong on so many levels. Let me tell you, Siran, it's important for you to reflect on this. Don't take this personal. Don't do what you fucking love unless you love logic. Because if that's true, then a psychopath that really likes killing people, it's fine to go around and start shooting people. Like what you're saying has no structure whatsoever. Life is not to do what you love. It's the other way around. Love is merely an emotion that has evolved for life to evolve and move forward. You can't put your experience above reality. You can't put your experience above life itself. Experience is merely a tool. It has evolved as a tool just like your hands. Experience didn't even exist back in the days. If you go back enough. Experience is there for life to evolve even faster. And it has become so powerful that it became self-aware. Because it's so damn effective. Well, Siren, like, there is people that love to kill people. If you are unable to accept that reality, then your mindset is not aligned with reality. Like, the way it works is you have to put your beliefs and your ideas and align them with reality. You can't do the other way around and say, like, that's fucked up. People can't do that. No, what you're trying to do right now is impose your beliefs on reality. There is people that enjoy killing other people and torturing them. So that's where your theory just drops into water. You can't say just do what you love because there's people that love fucked up shit. It's very important to be very scrutinizing towards yourself. And that's also, don't be dishonest. Don't lie to yourself. You cannot impose your beliefs on reality and say, I disagree with reality, therefore this is how it is. No, it doesn't work like that. Reality defines reality and that's it. I mean, you don't get to have your opinion about reality. And there is a lot of cases, psychological disorders and stuff, it's just how it is. And people that grow up in fucked up conditions can end up really fucked up. And accepting that is a step forward that allows you to more easily be able to cope and adapt and make us go forward. But that's the thing, I see some people, like even GK, what you're doing there is you're doing it the other way around. You're imposing your own belief structure on reality. And that's the problem. It's a big problem, by the way, of society. Okay, Siran, you say that's 0.0001%. No, no, no. That's 99.9999999%. Almost the entire planet loves to do fucked up shit, including you. You might say, like, that's not true. You really are about your heart? Listen to this. If there is a child in your basement and it's starving and it's trapped in there, you didn't put it there, but you hear it and you have to open the door in order to set it free and you're sitting on your sofa... Is sitting on your sofa and not setting it free killing that kid, yes or no? In certain countries, it would even be described as murder. You murdered that kid because you could have set it free. In many countries, actually, that would be seen as murder. If you know the kid is in the basement and let it there, you'd go to jail for murder. Because the moment you know the kid is there, you're complicit. Even though you didn't put it there. So, you can say like, yeah, that's fine. Obviously, you've got to open the door. I would do that as well. Okay. What about people that are dying in Africa? Or people that are dying around the world. You say, like, yeah, but that's not my responsibility. Well, you know about it. Yeah, but I don't do anything. Well, if you do inaction for the kid in the basement, you can use the same argument. The argument that you use for having these kids in Africa die that you can save. You can also apply that to the kid in the basement. So at the end of the day, what it's about, it's not so much about your true heart. You know what you can do. You can easily have a huge impact. 
easily. Right now you can have a huge impact. There's actually charities that you can literally donate and like around $1,000 saves a kid. Around $1,000 saves a life. What's the price of a life? But that's how it is. So basically your inaction, your comfort is more important than the ability to save lives. The only reason why you would resist what I'm saying right now is because within our society, it is fine. It is fine to let these people die. Just like back in the days, it was fine to have slaves. But right now, you are in an easier, better spot to save these people's lives than people back in the days, even in World War II, to do something about the Jews. Because if you would do something, you could get executed. Nowadays, the only thing you got to do to save a life is go out of your comfort and do something about it. Your inaction is truly killing people. So if you say like, yeah, but that's not fucked up. That's not fucked up because I'm not doing something. Your inaction, if I say about the kid, right? If you're on your PC and you let the kid die in the basement, I, you could also say, but I'm not killing the kid. It was like, fuck, no, that's fucked up. You can do something about it. You do it. Same now, today. All of you guys can do something about the misery in the world, yet you don't. That is fucked up. And you can say, yeah, but where do you draw the line? You don't draw the line. It's never enough. You always, every single moment, do what is right. Your experience, your comfort, does not make up for the suffering your inaction causes. And that's so simple. It's a reality. There's actually even a video you can watch. The video, there is a video that is posted sometimes in the chat. Save the Children reached out to me to raise money. But I said like, man, I can't raise money for refugees because people think they're all terrorists. And what they did is they displaced people in these war zones to put them in, you know, refugee camps. Not even here. Unlike in, what is it, Lebanon, I think. But yet still, people just think so simplistic. And then that kid that you see in that video... We could have saved it. You could have saved it. And that's a reality that we don't want to see and don't want to face. That's why I'm saying your heart approach is in a sense so much you're lying to yourself. You're using this heart and all this love while your inaction is causing so much suffering. It's a lie. And you know it's true. So you say like, yeah, what about you? That's the first thing you can say. Yeah, what about you? You try to direct it away, deflect it, defect, resist what I'm saying, even though it's true. What about me? I raised $23 million for charity. 2.3 million children I reached. And day in, day out, every single day of my life, since I was 14, 15 years old, I've put in trying to have an impact in the world. Every single minute, every single hour, I do so. And I'm not unhappy. I'm fulfilled. And I'm not following my heart. I'm following my reason. Of course, there is part of it that is, you know, love. Love for other people because I know that it could be me. I understand that there is no difference between me and other people. I have a deep connection with all of you, even with you guys, even the people that are hating in the chat. I have a connection because I know you guys don't know any better. If I would have grown up the way you've grown up, I'd be the hater in the chat saying nonsense or whatever, resisting, making jokes to stop thinking about it or whatever. But at the end of the day, I realize that we're all freaking humans and we have a responsibility towards each other. And we're in a better position ever. You can literally change the world from your PC. Don't even have to go to the field or make crazy sacrifices. It's literally just your comfort. So if you say like, oh yeah, the amount of people that are fucked up is 0.000. No, no, it's the other way around. You guys are all fucked up in a very bad way. Because it's not even that much. It doesn't take that much effort to do so much. Think about this. I know it's confrontational and people don't want to hear this. But it's important to know. 
It's important to realize that. Like, so definitely people say, like, talk about heart and stuff. It's not about love. It's about impact, man. If you go to your child, you're not going to give it love to eat. It needs food. It needs warmth. It needs a context. And, of course, it also needs affection. More so, it needs the ability to survive. If it doesn't survive, it just dies. So it's easy to preach love when you are drowning in all the luxuries and keeping a blind eye to the reality where your love is not helping anything. Because they're like, yeah, but if they would love more, then there wouldn't be war. The funny thing is that most of these wars are because our greed. We are initiating and destabilizing these regions. And what is them and us? Since when do we have boundaries define who we are? We're all fucking humans, man. Whether you're African or Asian or American, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's just an idea anyway. What is a nation? What is a country? What are these borders? We're all responsible for each other. If you have this awareness, this global awareness, this interconnectivity, not only will your heart be a lot more structured and directional, but you'd actually also have such a more bigger impact. So reflect on that. Really reflect on that. And I talk about this in the real talk over and over again. It's really easy. On a fundamental level, you value this comfort, this good experience. It's what you value. It's what drives you in your life. It's what makes you say what you say. If you can change that to doing what's right, not only does it set you free, but it also aligns you with the reality. It aligns your brain network with reality. It's so liberating. And that's what I talk about. The click and adopting doing what's right on a fundamental level or logic through the yo-yo effect, through the four steps. I talk about it all the time. People, like the information is out there. I keep repeating it. I keep repeating it. It's out there. You can literally change yourself for the better in the world. That's why logic is so powerful because it's connected with impact. It's not about how you feel what's right. It's about what is right. And if you create a love for reality itself, for logic, then automatically it will translate. Your love will translate itself. The love for the world will translate itself in real action, actual change. Don't make your love a love for feeling good. Make your love a love to do what's right based on impact, not based on experience. The feedback loop on doing what's right should not be how you feel, but how much impact you have. The moment you turn it around, you just put yourself down the rabbit hole. Rather arrogant to claim what is right when no one can. Impact subjective term on the observer. Lamarck, I'm going to tell you something. Before you type something as a response, because I know whenever I say something, you're immediately already going to go, wait a minute, be mindful. Think about what I say. What you're saying there is merely an excuse to deflect because you can define impact, positive impact on the world. When you look at it from a frame of reference of humanity, you can define positive impact scientifically. Progress, you can define it just as much as you can define poverty levels. You can define it. Science allows us to define these things. More so than love, you can define positive impact when you use humanity as a framework, a reference. So when you say like, yeah, you're using these subjective terms, how can you say what is right and what is wrong? What is right is defined by the reference frame. It's about your pure intentions, doing what is right in a way to contribute to the world. And you do that based on your understanding, on your knowledge. And it differs from person to person. But if you have two people that value logic in the same room and they talk to each other, they will come to very similar conclusions. So I know you want to say these things to deflect what I say and go like, yeah, how can you? It's an excuse. 
It's an excuse to push away these hard facts. There is people, kids dying. You can do something about that. You can't argue with that. You can't say like, yeah, but it's subjective. Like, impact is... No, you can't save these lives. You do that. If you tomorrow walk on the street and you see someone that you can help, a child that you can help, that is dying, you're not going to go like, me helping this child right now is subjective. How can I define what is wrong? No, reality doesn't discriminate. It just is. So please, don't use this as an excuse. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.